Hello and welcome everyone. Welcome back to an all new episode of the Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. We are the show that takes a deep dive into the world of 80s cartoons and oh man is it a crazy insane journey. I am Randy. I am your host on this journey and it's been a while folks but I'm not alone on this journey after a few weeks off because you know life happens. I am once again joined by my good friend and my co-host Phil. Phil, how you doing, brother? What is up, guys? I am freaking back. I am sorry for my slight hiatus, but again, hey, life happens, man. I had to take care of a few things. I'm so sorry to all you guys out there, but let's do the damn thing. I am back. I have missed everything. I've missed all this. I've missed you, Randy. Let's get <laughs> let's get this thing done, man. This this is what happens when the warrants catch up catch up with you. I got warrants. <laughs> <laughs> My warrants got warrants. Oh, and they man. all came to give me a big old hug and tell me, get on the ground. I was <laughs> <laughs> kidding. But in all seriousness, man, I missed all you guys so much. Oh, man. Of course, before we get into our episode today, of course, we've got to let you know that Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast is a production of Geek World Order. Head on over to geekworldorder.com for all the latest and greatest geeky content coming your way. Of course, you can look us up on Facebook. Look, you can look up both Geek World Order and Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. And of course, you can go to Twitter and Instagram, both at Geek World Order, to follow us on social media. And today, once again, we are more than meets the eye as we are taking a look at another episode of The Transformers. And today, we're looking at an episode we have basically referenced many, many times on this show. We are taking a look at the one time... Or one of the few times one of Wheeljack's inventions actually works. Yeah. We are looking at the episode, The Immobilizer. And it was an amazing invention. So much that freaking... <laughs> freaking, um... Oh, God. Why am I brain farting right now? Because that's what happens on this show. That is what happens. But they obsessed over the Autobots' invention so much. They obsessed over it extremely. Yes, because, you know, something actually works. Megatron. That's what I was trying to say. (laughs) (laughs) Megatron obsessed over this shit. He's like, I need to have it! He does. he He pulled a SpongeBob before SpongeBob was cool. I need it! I don't... Get that reference, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people will because I am immature. All right. So <laughs> it's we... all right. I'll show it to you later. All right. And yes, we open up at Autobot headquarters. Wheeljack has gathered all of his friends around to show off his latest invention, the immobilizer. And basically what happens is this thing shoots off a ray and it basically freezes you in place yep so he gets hound to project one of his holograms which already provides a very interesting question here a hologram is just a basically light and force fields how's he going to mobilize a hologram yeah i was like okay this is a good example he shoots off a replica and how are you going to mobilize lights? 
Yeah, it's like, wait, wouldn't you have to do use That's... a hologram of the immobilizer <laughs> to show how it works? <laughs> That's that 80s logic. It was like a training simulation of a training simulation. I'm going to show you how the immobilizer will work, but not the actual finished product. Yes. Yes, this is going to be the most boring 80s training video ever. It's like any I mean, PowerPoint you've ever seen. I mean, because nothing can be as cool as the Wendy's training video. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, man, that oh, is some Dave, we miss ridiculous. You. <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, Hound creates a hologram of laser beak. And so this holographic laser beak is just flying around everywhere. And Ironhide walks in a little bit late. He's like Ironhide in this episode. Bruh. Everyone get down! (laughs) Starts shooting up everything. He just starts blasting. He's like, ah, sure! Like, he's literally, like, almost bringing down, like, the rocks that are covering the Autobots. He shot the shit out of that space. So, unfortunately, in all of this, the immobilizer gets damaged, so Wheeljack cannot provide his demonstration. Wheeljack was actually really cool about it. He's like, ah, that's cool. Um, I need some parts, but we can do it later. It's fine. It's like, I'm an Autobot. Rocks can't hurt me. It's cool. Deep down, he's like, fuck you, Ironhide. Ironhide, you old fuck. Which is basically what this episode could have been called. Ironhide, you old fuck. You old fuck. <laughs> it's, oh, it's my fault. I did it. Uh, I seen some shit, man. So Bumblebee and Spike get sent into town because Wheeljack needs a new polarizer. Oh, God. Fucking Spike. Like, but also, like, um, what exactly is a polarizer? And how exactly are they going to go to the just the local hardware store and pick one up? Circuit City, man. Rest in peace. Right? Radio Shack? <laughs> right. Oh, Polarizer. Why didn't you say so? One second. We got a few in the back. That'll be $1,700. Right. You need a because, car radio, you know, too? Because, you know, Radio Shack prices. Oh, God, dude. Welcome to Circuit City, where Circuit stays here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old jingles. I mean, maybe they, maybe their service was state-of-the-art in the 1980s? Maybe. Because it sure as heck wasn't when they went out of business. Yo, not for nothing, but why does the immobilizer sound like a Donatello invention? Right? It really does. <laughs> it's like that standard, like, 80s... I don't yeah. know, na- naming shit? Yeah, your 80s tech guy's characters are really the same character, if, y'all th- if you really think about it. Pretty much. They're kind of eccentric. Socially awkward. It's like, I've uh, come up with a new invention. Everyone's like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so Bumblebee and Spike go into town, and somehow they get, you know, distracted at the arcade, and... Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, somehow. Hit, and Bumblebee is just, you know, getting the high score and everything. And we are introduced to a 
woman by the name of Carly. Oh, fucking Carly. <laughs> Carly oh. was fangirling and... <laughs> oh boy, if you think she's oh annoying now, just wait till she keeps showing up again and again. Dude, Bumblebee got totally cock-blocked. <laughs> he got cock-blocked. He could have got some of that good old flesh pussy. Dude, Bumblebee Wait, had a nope. crowd around him. He really did. Everyone was like feeling Bumblebee. Oh, oh my god, it's just so great. Bumblebee was killing the high score. Yeah. Oh man. See, so, yeah, after this whole thing happened, Spike's like, "Um, hey, Bumblebee, like, we should probably he, get back to headquarters." Dude, he pushed her. He's like, "Bumblebee, we gotta go." Like, bruh. We should have been back at headquarters hours ago. Wheeljack's probably pissed off right now. Wheeljack's a cool dude. He's like he doesn't get pissed about much. If I've learned anything about Wheeljack, he's very patient. I mean, but you kind of—he kind of <laughs> has to be. Yeah, because you know, most of his inventions don't actually work. He's got to have at least some humility to be like, ah, I understand. I kind of fucked up. So, I mean, you know, I'll wait. He, you know, he doesn't have the resources like he did back in his lab on Cybertron. Nope, he does not. So, yeah, they drive away, and Bumblebee is like driving like a madman. <laughs> he like an auto an cuts in traffic cut off by the cops. Yeah, he's like weaving in and out of traffic, cutting cars off, speeding. So yeah, he draws the ire of of the police. And the cops like, "Um, how are you old enough to drive, child?" He's like, "Oh no, it's cool, bro. I'm not even driving." He's like, "Okay, you're not driving. You're the only one in the car." Simple logic. Bumblebee's like, so oh, Bumblebee's uh, like, uh, hold on, let me explain. <laughs> Basically, he's like, oh shit. Yeah, no, this guy did not believe him at all. Nope. And then so all of a sudden we get Ravage. Ravage just came out of nowhere. Yep. Was he was he digging through trash? By the way, I have no clue. Like, he was just in, like, the back alley to where normal dumpsters would be. He's just sitting there, like... Yeah, and apparently he's got, like, a mission. Because he just plants this small camera on Bumblebee. But it's, like, large enough that you're, like... Wait, how does he not notice? That was a big-ass lens. I'm sorry. Right? That was a big-ass lens. Like, how do you not notice that? Yeah, how do you not notice just, like, a giant camera attached to your ribcage? Because <laughs> that was not Auto- a small camera by any means. Autobot warts. <laughs> oh, uh, I'm just going to keep this to myself. Uh, this has happened before. Autosyphilis. <laughs> So eventually, Spike's like... Decepticlamidia. the chlamydia. (laughs) (laughs) Good God. Oh. Oh, this is... Oh, this is what these episodes have needed the last few weeks. 
it burns when my <laughs> when my lubricant is leaking. <laughs> leaking lubricant. I'm leaking lubricant. It burns. <laughs> oh, buddy. So yeah, they Spike gets the idea. It's like he's like, hey, uh, you got any jumper cables? That was actually very strategic. Yeah. And again, like, not for nothing, but if you charge a Decepticon with battery power, wouldn't that make him stronger or no? I don't know. That's a good question. Because he basically turned around. He's like, ow, and ran away. (laughs) Maybe because it was like the raw electricity and not actually converted to Energon. That's probably what it was. Probably didn't work with his. But really, It, it stung a little bit. So, jumper cables. Wouldn't they basically be like nipple clamps for for robots? Yeah, he wasn't into that, though. Maybe Starscream, but not him. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, no, Starscream, Starscream is a bitch, probably into some... by the way. I mean, this is a known fact. Oh, my God. I hate him so much. That nasally voice. <laughs> This is all because you wanted that stupid immobilizer. Oh my Why don't you goodness! Go through puberty for once, Starscream. Oh, and we'll get into this because. Ooh, boy, bro. There a little bit trouble. later, like there he'll trouble on the home front. Like a little <laughs> bit later, he will. Like he'll declare himself the leader of the Decepticons. I'm the I like the now. Megatron no, stubbed his toe. I am the leader of the Decepticons now. Megatron is taking a nap. I am the leader now. No, you aren't, Starscream. <laughs> You've woken me from my I, nap. Starscream is literally the look at me. Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> and like literally the, the tiniest things. <laughs> right? Like, Starscream, fuck you, man. So yeah, they... Go back to Autobot headquarters after dispatching with Ravage. You're like, uh, sorry, Wheeljack. Sorry, we're late. You know, we're just dealing with a Decepticon and we met a girl and we were just like, you know what? Oh, I don't don't give a fuck. Oh, it's about time. Great. Thanks. It's like, all right, you got my part. All right. He wants, he wants to say something and he's like, you know what? It's cool. Thanks for the part. I, I felt that so much. He's like, it's about time. And that's all he said. Like, he could have really went in. Like, you little shit. Right? He's like, you know what? You got the part. Let's go ahead and just get this done. And, of course, Bumblebee still has this camera just attached to the side of him that nobody notices. Nobody. At all. Bumblebee keeps coming back with Decepta Decepta STDs. <laughs> he don't went he don't went to the Robo Club and looked at, at them Decepta titties. <laughs> That's how he lost his voice. <laughs> Eating that auto box. <laughs> uh. Oh, I'm face palming so hard right now. Oh, he had <laughs> Yeah, Megatron's like, well, well, we're going to steal this. 
Oh, yeah. What else are they going to do this episode? We have to have something to drive the plot along here. Pretty much. So they're like, all right, we're going to go take this outside. Because, you know, letting loose Wheeljack's inventions inside the base is not always a great idea. Yeah, there's liabilities. You know, probably referring back to the Dinobots. Because they (laughs) tested the Dinobots inside the base. Yes, they did. That was not a good idea. It was a great episode, though. Great episode, yes. <laughs> it, was, it was fantastic. Great idea, no. <laughs> Ooh-wee. All right, so they get this location. Prime's like, all right, Ironhide, you guard the perimeter. And then the rest of the Autobots all head down to a river, which Wheeljack uses a device on, and the river has stopped. It's basically like, oh like a God. big frozen lake. They're like, ah, oh, this can't be right. So Jazz literally just jumps in and busts his ass. Pretty much. They're like, all right, it works. It's like, my fist. And he punches it. He's like, okay. Mm-hmm. And... Somehow in all of this celebratoriness, Spike, like, touches the immobilizer and, like, knocks it over or something. Dude, like, he was running into the scene and, like, stepped on it. How has no one slapped the fire out of Spike at this point? I don't know. Like, Like, Spike, you fleshy son of a bitch. I mean, it's the 80s. They really haven't made all of the laws protecting children yet. Oh, Spike, you little shit. So they're like, oh no, we have to save Spike. So Wheeljack basically takes the immobilizer blast straight to the face. Yeah, protecting this little shit. He's like, nope. They're like, yep. What happened? You happened, Spike. He's immobilized. Uh, so we go back to the perimeter of the uh, forest area here. When Ironhide notices a sh- a shadow, he's like, it's oh. a Decepticon. Once again, yeah. Ironhide just starts... Ironhide has seen some shit. That is your PTSD-driven former active duty. Dude, he is... Oh, to all of them, but good God. this He was just... He was ready to pop off at any given second. He saw a shadow. He started blasting. And it makes sense that he would like have some kind of a PTSD or something. Like they've they've established him on the show as like the war veteran. Yeah, he's one of he's older. Like he's yeah, yeah, basically. Like he's probably you know been around the war as long as Optimus has. He's one of Optimus's closest friends, trusted advisors. So they've been through a lot together. Hell yeah. Ironhide has seen some shit. He really has. His character, they really played the part on that. Yeah, dude. Like, so this basically, he's he's always like double. He's always double get like you know double guessing himself. He's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's my fault. I wasn't at my post, and just different things like that. He's like, like he he's he's dug in there. Right, and this is where this gets kind of triggered in the episode 
because he sees the shadow. He kind of he starts shooting, and then he's like, and then he realizes it's not a Decepticon. It's it was Carly. Fucking Carly. Snooping around like April O'Neil. Honestly, this episode might be the most annoying Carly is. Dude, Carly is a little better. She's smart, but she's fucking annoying. She's a liability. I mean, yeah. Like, this is probably (laughs) her worst appearance. This is probably definitely her worst appearance. Yeah, she caused a lot of trouble. But yeah, Iron has like, um... He's like, oh, what are you doing here? Pretty much. I could have killed you. What are you doing here? Yeah. So at this point, they hear gunfire in the distance. They run off, and they realize the Decepticons have have trapped the Autobots. Yep, they pretty much caught them by surprise. They're all at gunpoint. And, Iron and then Hyde's the, like, this is where Ironhide's like, oh shit. I've done it. I could have prevented all this if I were at my post, but I chased mm-hmm. this little bitch around. And now we're now we're screwed. Yep. Uh, so at this point, the tensions have mounted. We have a dangerous situation. And of course, in good old 80s cartoon fashion, it's time to go to commercial break. So we'll take a quick commercial break right here, and we'll be back in just a moment. It is a world transformed, where things are not what they seem. It is the world of the Transformers. Transformers, more than meets the eye. Autobots please their Transformers from Marvel Comics. Introducing the Transformers Power Cycle. You can imagine a world of adventures. Look, they're attacking the power plant. The Transformers more than we see. Time to transform into a robot. Transformers Power Cycle, new from Coleco. All right, and we are back. So at this point, the Decepticons have surrounded the Autobots, and of course, they're demanding that the Immobilizer be handed over. So at this point, we actually get a pretty good battle sequence. Oh, yeah. Uh, It's pretty much your typical 80s cartoon battle for the device. The kind of gets knocked around, you, you know, Basically, one guy catches it, he gets hit, another guy catches it. <laughs> yeah, they were all leaping for it. It was really nuts. By the way, what are those trees made of? Right? They're just like, kind seriously. Of, that forest Those trees, looks they like take laser blasts better than the actual robots do. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what the hell? Uh, so at some point, after a few after a few moments here, the dev- the immobilizer winds up with Megatron. So he's <laughs> he's gloating. 
He's making threats. At this point, we learn that the effect of the immobilizer is not permanent. It is not. So, yeah, the river that was immobilized before becomes a river again. <laughs> they get washed off. Rust in peace. I'm <laughs> like, yeah, that is so 80s. <laughs> it's freaking fantastic. Oh, man. Yeah, and the Autobots are, like, laughing. But they made off of the device. Yeah, they still have it. Oh, they left their asses off. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, at this point, we go back to headquarters. They transform and head out. They load Wheeljack into Ratchet so that he can be transported and await the immobilizer's effect to wear off. Yep. So they head back to headquarters. And at this point, Ironhide is, is basically having a midlife crisis. Oh, dude, he he was just, he, he was a wreck. Dude, he I, was. I, I felt for him. I'm like, jeez, man. I... He, <sighs> yeah, he definitely was feeling it. He's thinking, you know, his age is catching up to him. He let his guard slip. Yeah, he was not happy. So at this point, yeah, no, he decides to retire from active service. But it's like, wait, what is he going to do on Earth? (laughs) Be an Uber driver. Right? It's like, (laughs) wait, there's a giant war going on, and... Your people are just like, are the only ones fighting it. And it's like, wait. So what are you going to do? I, I'm i really starting to think this through. I'm like, wait, this really makes no sense. How do you just retire in the middle of an intergalactic war? And you are an Autobot. Yeah. What are you going to do, bag groceries? No. Yeah. Like, do Citizen Patrol? Like, what are you going to do? Like, what's what's your next job here? Mm-hmm. You can't collect Social Security. Yeah. Yeah, so Carly's like, listen, listen, Ironhide. It's not your fault. I shouldn't have been there. You know, it's my fault. You know, don't do this. And Carly, just... you're annoying, but you're hot. <laughs> All right. We're just going to put that out there right now. And you're actually kind of intelligent, so. You're just not very strategic. But you have no common sense. But I also have questions. <laughs> where did you get a, where did you get scuba gear in a boat? Oh, we'll get to that. <laughs> we will like, get to that. What kind of revenue do you have, really? So, yeah, at this point... She's like, well, before you go, could you give me a tour of the base while I'm here? Give you a tour of this auto penis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> damn it. Oh, so yeah, Ironhide's but... like, all right, sure, fine. So That's he gets to the... I can do, basically. He gets to the armory. He's like, well, here, here's why our was, armory. 
Here's where we keep first, our weapons. What was that the first thing they showed? Can you give me a tour? Sure. Well, this is a, this is our armory. This is the weapons that we keep that we don't really want to keep, but we do. Uh, then, if yeah. she was a spy, that would be all she needed. Yeah. And Show like, her the kitchen. Show her the break room. Not the armory. So, yeah, so she decides to ditch Ironhide and starts pocketing weapons. Yep. I was like, oh, oh, this is not going to go very well, is it? So, yeah, where it's a little bit later, Wheeljack finally unfreezes from his immobilization effect. And he's like, oh, whoa, what's going on? Why am I here? What happened? So Congratulations, they, your invention works. <laughs> but the Decepticons have it. Yeah, but they have it, though. So, uh... <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah. So, they Spike notices that Carly is not there. Yeah, and... <laughs> and, um... Ironhide didn't, though. Right? He was just He's being just a tour guide. There. And he's like, oh, so Ironhide's here. She's not. That's a problem. So. They decide to have a bit of a sexist moment here. (laughs) They're like, you know what? Well, we hope Carly didn't go off and do something rational and emotional, you know, because she's a girl. Although that is. Basically, exactly what she did. I was going to say, but were they wrong? We'll get to that. (laughs) So they head off to look for Carly. But yeah, no. Where where did Carly get this boat and all of this expensive scuba gear? That shit ain't cheap. No, like even in the 1980s. And she drives like a freaking Corvette. It ain't cheap. It's like, where do you get this money? Carly, who are you? Right? Who is Carly? Is she a Soviet spy? <laughs> right? Yeah, this is the 80s. We're still stuck in the Cold War at this point. Die Cold War. Yeah, so now she has... You know, Autobot weapons, scuba gear, a boat. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to swim down to Decepticon headquarters by myself and plant these bombs. And she knows where it is. Again, Carly, who are you? Right. It's like, wait a minute. How does she have time? Like, did she go? Rem- like, remember did she, she hack into the Autobots like, computer? Oh, they're underwater base. And they kind of just looked at her and brushed it off. It's like, like they didn't really discuss that. Like, how does she know where the base is? We don't know where the base is. No, they they know where the base is. <laughs> I mean, it hasn't oh, moved. Oh, underwater base. I'm pretty sure they've infiltrated it before. It's like, uh... it's like, yeah. So she literally just goes in and plants these bombs on the side of the base and. You know, lo and behold, her she didn't think this plan through entirely. Nope. They're, and they're like, they have, yeah, they have security systems to find you and see what you're doing. 
like, oh, there's a human intruder. Go get her. Eh, it's a human. Laser beak can handle it. Yeah. Basically scooped her up and was like, you're coming with me. Yeah. So. And she screams out help like someone's going to hear it. All right. In the middle of wherever they are. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, so she's captured by Laserbeak and being carted off to Decepticon headquarters. <coughs> so, of course, since she's in danger, we have to go to a commercial now. Uh, so we'll take our commercial break here and we'll be back in just a moment. See you in a bit. separately from Hasbro. To help them in their never-ending battle against the evil Decepticons, the Autobots create a new breed of robot, Dinobots. Separately from Hasbro. New Autobots join Optimus Prime. Smokescreen, Trax, Hoist, Inferno, Red Alert, and Grapple. And joining the evil Decepticons, Thrust, and Dirge. All right, and we are back. Uh, so as we've come back, Carly is in danger at the Decepticon headquarters. Bitch. And just, you know, as of a sheer miracle, the whole thing was captured by the Autobots Sky Spy. Just their sort of defense network monitoring the Earth. <laughs> so Ironhide's like... That raises a lot of questions, but we're not going to go there right now. <laughs> and for some reason, Ironhide is basically the only one at the base. And Sparkplug is like, Ironhide, you've got to do something. No, I'm too old. My son's God. in danger, damn it. That is my life. <laughs> oh, God, I'm too old. Uh. Yeah, no, Ironhide is like, oh... What Dude, is he is what ready is to just be done. Oh, what is that movie? Woo! He's literally like, oh, I'm too old for this shit. Oh, freaking Lethal Weapon. Yeah, that one. I'm too old. Yeah, Ironhide is Danny Glover. See, <laughs> I only know I'm that one line. Shit. I I've never actually seen the movie. I only know that Dude, one line. We've got to have like a... We've got to have like a nostalgic like movie night one day. Yeah. Oh. Because these movies, dude, they're 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 classics. 
But you know, they're, apparently they're coming out with a new one. Um, there's rumors that they're filming a new one. Like the new Bad Boys came out late, like recently. I haven't seen it yet. I want to see it so bad, but yeah, I saw I that. Yet. Oh, you saw it? No. Well, I saw that they were making oh, the new yeah. Lethal Weapon. I saw. I saw that news. Yeah, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know how that's gonna go because, uh, ooh, that last Expendables, ooh, and it's, and it's not a reboot; it's a sequel. It's like Lethal mm-hmm. Weapon Five. But you yeah, know, I only know that one line from the movie because I'm pretty sure I say that every day when I go to work. Oh yeah. And the last one, this. Lethal Weapon Four. That's when um, a little trivia. That's when Jet Li first came to the states. When he did Lethal Weapon 4, he spoke zero English. Oh, wow. So he he had little to no lines. And look at him now. Yeah, done pretty well for himself. But, dude, he played an awesome villain. Like, his first yeah. American role was a villain. Nice. And, I, man, I love Jet Li. So, speaking of, like, crazy theatrics. So... Ironhide eventually goes, okay, fine, I'll do something. And he gets into... Somehow he managed to get Jetfire to take him into the city. He finds Spike and Bumblebee who are driving around. So Ironhide's like, alright, I'm just gonna get off here. And he jumps out of Sky or Jetfire. Skyfire. I gotta remember what name they gave him in the show. I was show. gonna say that I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of like there too. I was like, was it Skyfire or Jetfire? But no, I, I believe did... it was Sky actually I believe it was Skyfire in the cartoon, Jetfire was the toy. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I I think so. Oh, the and that was a whole part. pain in the butt. Because <laughs> they have to yeah. look completely different. Cause um the toy for Jetfire was literally a Robotech. It was a, a Veritech. Oh. Well, damn. That's why that's why the toy <laughs> in the cartoon looks so much different. Yeah, that is a, is that is true. Yeah, they actually worked a deal, and they actually got the, the Veritech fighter from uh, Robotech. They worked a deal with Bandai to put that in the line. Oh, my God, Bandai. I Freaking Bandai. Bandai is still relevant to this day. They're still doing shit. Oh, which... They have done so much good stuff. Dude, I love... Oh my god, Bandai players. is the shit. Because, like, I love how they have, like, the middle mode where it's, like, the jet, but it has the arms and legs. Yeah. I love that middle mode. I think that's one of the coolest things ever. Dude, Bandai, love you guys. Bano, Ironhide literally jumps out of Skyfire and just lands in the middle of traffic. Dude, not for nothing, like his jetpack. So I was like, yeah! <laughs> <laughs> he let the jetpack out. It was like, okay, I forgot you had that. Yeah, I think this might be the only <laughs> time ever after the first episode that right? he uses the jetpack. Like he uses it to like soften the landing. I'm like, ah, oh, I forgot you had the freaking jetpack. Yeah, because he's got, like, that laser gun thing in his van mode. Yeah, exactly. That I think he uses more often than that. He never uses that shit. I know, right? It's like, it's like, dude, that could be very beneficial to the way you're feeling right now. Yeah. 
It's like, use the jetpack. So, yeah. He... So he just literally, and he stands there in traffic waiting for Bumblebee to get to him. <clears throat> he, He's like, all right, we found her. Yeah. It's like, well, time to uh, launch a rescue mission. <laughs> it's like that old dude that just like holds up traffic and does, doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Shut up. Just go around me. So yeah, so the Decepticons have Carly in the holding cell. And Oh god, this scene, dude. The bomb goes off. The bomb that she planted. Yeah. So yeah, it goes Bro. off and water is pouring into the Decepticon headquarters. But guess what it's sealed off to? to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The holding cell. Where she's at. So, like, so basically it blows up. Like they basically seal it off. But there are like, you know, after effects to where the water is pouring into where she's being held. So it basically fills up. Oh, like, All right. Well, we're done. Megatron is laughing, watching her drown. Right. He's like, well, the show is over, boys. <laughs> Like, I was like, good God, dude, you are fucking evil. Like, they don't even follow up to make sure she's dead. They don't even blink an eye. It's like, they see her go under. It's like, oh, well, the show's over. And they walk off. And so Ironhide can just, you know. damn, 80s villains were fucking assholes. Yeah, so Ironhide can literally just swim in and grab her. Oh, yeah, he immediately blew a hole in the hole and scooped her up. So, the site where I got the full episode description here kind of brings up some interesting points in their, um, con- oh, one of their sections about this episode. How is Carly Ew. still alive after this? I was going to say, like, she had a tree fall on her. She was on the verge of drowning. Like, like literally at this point. At this point, if this was a Michael Bay film... She didn't have she a mask. Did. She didn't have a mask. No. So. Carly, who are you? So either she should have died due to oxygen deprivation. Or if Ironhide swam fast enough to get her up before she died, she should have had the bends. Oh, the bends especially. Like, Carly, who are you? She should have either been dead or had decompression sickness. Lizard person. Right? <laughs> so seriously. Like, Carly, who the fuck are you? Carly is like the Mary Sue, apparently. Oh, God. Who is this Black Widow? Like, what the hell's going on? Right? Sheesh. Uh. So yeah, they make it up to the shore, which, you know, as we've discussed, Carly should be dead at this point, but she's not. She's alive and well. No damages, no nothing. So they... Pretty blonde girl. So they make their way off. Carly's with Spike and Bumblebee. But then they realize, wait a minute, Ironhide isn't following us. Because he's been immobilized. Yep. And this time... 
Guess what? It's permanent. We've perfected your little device. Now it's battle time. Why does Megatron sound like Vegeta? (laughs) (laughs) So at this point, they're firing off. Uh, I think Prowl gets hit and immobilized. He's like falling backwards. Gears gets immobilized mid-transformation. I was going to say, he crouched and was about to, like, transform. So, the Decepticons are quickly gaining the upper hand. But also, who felt it was a good idea for Rumble to be the one with the remote control for the immobilizer? Mm Mm-hmm. That wasn't a very bad idea at all. No. This was a bad idea. Yeah, no. Remember good idea, bad idea from Animaniacs? <laughs> this is a good idea. Bad this, idea. Was a, this was a bad good idea. idea. Good idea. Obtain the immobilizer. Make the bad immobilizer idea. permanent. Yes. Bad <laughs> idea. Give Rumble the remote control. Give Rumble the remote. <laughs> so... I think things stop moving. So at this point, we... Carly comes up with a plan on the fly. She's like, all right, Braun, I need you to dig under the ground. How does she know about Braun's tunneling? Of course. How does she know about Braun's tunneling abilities? Yes. What spy is this? Has she even met Braun at this point? Like, bro, like, how do you know every Autobot's ability? You you know them, you know the Decepticons, like, lair... What they're capable of, and who are you, Carly? Who She's like, are you? All right, Braun, you're going underground. I need to get over to the immobilizer. Jazz, when I give you the signal, sound a light show. <laughs> oh my man, man. my man, Jazz. Jazz <laughs> with the sound of light show. Jazz put on a whole freaking concert. With the same, with that, with that one piece of stock music that gets used over and over, for him, for anything Blaster does later on, dude. Okay, I'm not crazy. So that did happen. Yeah. Yes. No. It's literally the same piece oh of stock music. So okay, okay, that that did happen. I was yes. like, why is this so familiar? No, this is not <laughs> some kind of Berenstain Bears Mandela effect. <laughs> That actually does happen. It is the same piece of music over and over again. Oh my god! This is not some kind of, you know, conspiracy theory. Okay, so I'm I'm not crazy then. Okay. Well, at least this time. My 80s nerves, that that, that got me. So this time I'm not crazy. I've been crazy first. That was one of the things I actually noticed as an adult. Yes. It is literally the same piece of stock music. Holy crap. For everything. It was a great light show. <laughs> so yeah. So basically they come up Carly comes up and she's like literally all she does is switch the wires on this thing. Dude, that pissed me off. <laughs> that pissed me off so much. How does she know all this? 
the, the wires were literally they were next to each other and she basically just reversed them. Bitch, it worked. Who are you? It worked. Who are you? So yeah, they Fucking start to get spy. So the the beam goes off. Megatron's like, "Rumble, what are you doing? I can't control it." <laughs> that's what he said. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everyone. And that's why I have three kids. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, everyone gets unfrozen. The Autobots grab the, the immobilizer, and they smash it. Smashing. They've destroyed Megat... Mm, smashing. <laughs> yes. Debbie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, man. Holy shit. That is amazing. That is awesome. So, yeah. Although, an- another in- another point that's brought up here is if they've perfected the immobilizer, did the Decepticons not think at any point to, like, scan this thing and make a schematic of it? Yeah, they were too overzealous, like Frieza when he got his golden form. Probably. Didn't master it. He was just excited to have it. Because they perfected it, supposedly. They made it work. <laughs> Megatron! We perfected it! Great! Let's go fuck him up! Sh- um, sh- shouldn't we, like, make a backup or something? And Starscream's like, wait a minute! Let's wait a second and kind of perform some schematics and make sure this thing works for sure. And let's have a failsafe! And then Megatron, no! Let's go fuck him up! Oh, and I can't remember if it was during this battle or the earlier battle. Like, I think it was this one. Megatron basically, like, trips and lands on his face. (laughs) He threw a tantrum. And Starscream's like, Megatron is down! I am the leader now! Yeah, he basically, he got blasted and falls over. Megatron is down! I'm the leader now! Like... Like, he immediately, like, just... He was in Instantly. his shit. Yeah, no. But Star he's Scream's always like... been like that. Like, Starscream is on the verge of, just, like, mutiny. Oh, Not even so on the verge. Times. He has committed mutiny on many occasions. Why well, does Megatron keep him employed? <laughs> I don't like, know. Why have you not killed this bitch a long time ago? And why is Fuck he saying Megatron? Co- I'm the leader now. And why look is he second in command of the Decepticon forces? And he's his right hand. Right? Look at me, Megatron. Look at me. I'm the leader now. Fuck you, Starscream. Yeah, I know. Fuck me. Megatron has a cyber cold. I am now leader of the Decepticons. <laughs> right? I'm a woman now. <laughs> <laughs> You're problematic. <laughs> <laughs> You're problematic. You're problematic. problematic. What? <laughs> Ooh. Don't kill me, Megatron. <laughs> oh, my God. Starscream, you're the most problematic of all of them. God, the parodies, man. Bruh. I mean, Megatron should have vaporized him a long time ago. He should have shot the shit out of him. I mean... 
Once he gets reformatted into Galvatron, that's like the, literally the first thing he does is vaporize his Starscream. Yeah, he does. He looks at he looks at Starscream and is like, uh, okay, Corin, Corin, you're a liability. Starscream. This is bad comedy. <laughs> and he fucks his shit up, bro. That is like one he, of the... Oh my god, that was one of the most like iconic like villain moments. To it was an ode to like fuck you for everything you've done. Yeah, no. Galvatron is like Oh my god. No, not dealing with your shit anymore. Oh man. Oh, I can't. That was like the epitome of get wrecked. It really was. (laughs) It was like get wrecked. Fuck you. Goodbye. So yeah, we're back at Autobot headquarters. Ironhide's like Alright. You know what? Maybe I'm not too old for this. Prime, I'd like to return to active duty. <laughs> I'm not too old for this shit. And that's literally Lethal Weapon 4. We're not too old for this shit. We're not too old for this shit. And Prime's to, like... You have to will it, Griggs. Is Prime's like, well, Ironhead, I never actually processed your resignation. I forgot to do the paperwork. Let's roll out. <laughs> it's like, seriously. <laughs> that is like the ass backwards of the military that I've been through. It's like, oh, we didn't process the paperwork, so uh, roll out. <laughs> oh, that actually reminds me of an episode of D Space Nine where they actually did <laughs> that joke. It's nine. Where they're like, Yo, oh, it was like season seven, show. like right after. Uh, when Esri first comes on, she initially Ooh. decides to resign from Starfleet, and then eventually she doesn't. She doesn't, and she goes to Cisco's like, "Um, here's my request to be reinstated." He's like, "Um, I can't accept this request. Uh, why not? <laughs> because I never processed your resignation. <laughs> processed it exactly. I never Everything turned is, in your resignation dude, to Starfleet. It's ass backwards. However <laughs> you look at it." He was like, so um, he was like, yeah, no, I, I, I knew you weren't going to stick to this. It's like, yeah, no, your request was not even processed yet. Yeah. It's been three months. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. But, uh, oh man. Welcome back. And Wheeljack's like, I don't get it, Carly. How did you make this thing? How did you reverse it? She's like, eh, I just had a theory. Yeah. And reveals that she's actually pretty fucking smart. Yeah. She's at like MIT. On a it's not strategic, but she's very smart. So like in the dumb and then like in the dumbest way ever, Spike asks her out on a date. You want to fuck? Yeah. All right. And Bumblebee's like, uh, this you is know, awful. Bumblebee's Look like fucking side of Bumblebee. Uh, Bumblebee's <laughs> like, uh, Spike. How about you just, like, ask her out, you dumbass? He's like, I should. Yeah. Oh. And Bumblebee's like, oh, and it was, I know what's It was kind of cute. Like, I forgot what she said, and it was something about a chocolate soda. Yeah. So they drive off. Which raises more questions now. Since she's, like, a college-A student, and he's, like, 1415 oh she robbing that cradle baby 
Or or is she just like super smart that she's like she just like 16 early. and has a license? You know, yeah. Or is she like... I mean, not for nothing. I was 16 and I had a license, so... Uh, it's but doable. The fact that, it's but the possible. fact that she's like an MIT student. Yeah, she's in college already. So and I he's guess, just like, yeah, I'm just happy to be here. So I guess this episode takes place during the summer? Because how was... is she in like Washington State? Yeah. Or is she like over there doing like some kind I of internship? Late. That's it. Like, how is she in this city at this... At this time, if she's an MIT student. Robbing cradles. Right. Why does this episode <laughs> give me more questions than it does answers? Need some of that young wingding. But yeah, no. <laughs> Overall, she wants some of that Autobot wingding for a minute. Yeah. Sewing the moats. Oh, man. And of course... We... We also we also hate Carly because she gives birth to the most annoying character in the Transformers franchise. Oh fuck! I forgot about that. Yeah, season three. <sighs> Spoiler alert: Spike and Carly eventually get married and have a child. Yes, they do. And if you know anything about season three of Transformers, oh, you'll understand. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say his name, but he's a little fucker. Yeah, that's his name from now on. Little fucker. <laughs> little fucker. <laughs> oh my gosh, that reminds me Fuck of that face, old video. Fuckface McCloud. Oh, that reminds me of that old video that was like an overdub of The Return of Optimus Prime. Uh, like, oh, I think there was a line where they overdubbed cups like, where like he had just renamed Goldbug, like Bumblebee into Goldbug. And Cubs like, oh man, I feel like an old piece of shit. He's like, oh, <laughs> all right, your name, your name is now shit piece. <laughs> what was this? <laughs> oh, old video, man. I'll oh, have to find it. I have not seen that. I'll have to find it. I need to see this. Oh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> shit piece. <laughs> oh, that's beautiful. Oh man! But, oh my god! Uh, overall, this episode was—it was a good episode, though. It really was. It was it's fun. just like it shows the overzealousness of a villain and mm-hmm. just the spy tactics in general. It's—it's just—it was a good All episode, right. and, and it shows like the mutiny of like you know a villain like a villain team. It's like. Okay, I need this. I need this. This is my strategy. And here comes Starscream. Fuck you. Uh, Starscream just comes he, in like a wrecking ball. He does. Miley Cyrus ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously, like he he's always fucking shit up because he, he wants to lead so bad. He hates Megatron, but he follows him like a puppy. Mm-hmm. Until shit doesn't go his way. Like, he's just waiting for that opportune moment. Bruh. But the opportune moments he you picks are not that him. opportune. Exactly. It's like, once again, 
Megatron has a head cold. It is my time to strike. Megatron is getting his normal eight hours of sleep. I am in charge. Yes, our scream is called the night shift. He is literally the person that thinks they're a manager after the manager leaves the room. Yeah. Right. I'm in charge now. Fuck you. Sit down and answer those calls like I'm doing. Yeah. Oh, oh God. Fucking. If anyone likes Starscream as a person, period, you gotta watch out for them. He is there's, the There's a very large devoted fan base to Starscream. He's the worst. And fuck them. <laughs> I love you guys, but fuck you. <laughs> Starscream is. Uh, he's a cancer. He's a plague. He sucks. <laughs> Oh, okay. I was like, wait, are we going to get into like, some weird astrological stuff here? <laughs> Starscream's a cancer? <laughs> no. Oh, God. Astrology <laughs> signs are a human construct. Oh, man, yeah, I'm a Taurus, so I'm this way. No, you just suck. As a person. Yes. Do better. Get counseling. Leave me alone. You're an idiot, Starscream. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes. Yes, you are. I'm not. I'm the leader. You're not the leader. Megatron is. You're yeah, the but if leader. he was, I would be. Yes, you're the leader. Quote, unquote. <laughs> Starscream is a cuck wanting to be a bull so bad. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I put it out there. Let's go. I mean, how do you argue this logic? <laughs> I'm a bull! But you're not bigger than me, Starscream. Yeah, but I can be. No. No, you cannot. Starscream, I would shove my fusion cannon right up your ass <laughs> if you wouldn't enjoy it so much. I will destroy your all, Spark. <laughs> he would enjoy it too much. Destroy me, Megatron. <laughs> it sure has happened before. I'm like, um, wait a minute. Oh my god, Starscream's a switch. I have no idea what's going on here. I think I downloaded the wrong Transformers movie. Starscream is a fucking switch. <laughs> Damn it, I downloaded the wrong Transformers movie. Oh, he's a switch. He wants to be in charge for once. Oh. Would this be a sub again? Oh, I can't. Oh, I'm boy. Just, someone get the seven Dragon Balls. I'm dead. He needs some milk. <laughs> he needs some milk. Oh, my God. What am I going to do with you? <laughs> oh. uh, so, oh, on that note... Uh... So... So on that note, I think that'll do it for our episode this week. Uh, once again, check us out at GeekWorldOrder.com. Facebook, look up GeekWorldOrder and Totally Radical Cartoon Podcast. Twitter, Instagram, at GeekWorldOrder. And of course, be sure to subscribe and like us on all of the major podcast provider outlets. Give us that five-star review. That five-star review. Give us the text evaluation. Give us all that good stuff. Share the podcast. Help this network grow, man. Uh, and uh, we'll see you next time, folks. 
Love you guys. I'll kill you.